Welcome to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, a podcast for managing and growing your legal practice. Lexicon CEO Dan Cuneo and Director of Legal Operations and Training Sarah Rutan Bates discuss how to make your law practice profitable in the modern legal industry. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneurial Lawyer. I am Dan Cuneo, your host, along with my funny, informative, brilliant co-host, Sarah Tan Bates. This is the best introduction of me that there has been so far. Just saying. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> we, we have a guest with us today. Um, I am a fan favorite. <laughs> I'm excited too. We have Kelly Coles with us, communication specialist, that will be talking about none other than communication. I like to call it comms. 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 It yeah. Comms. It sounds it sounds much cooler that way. It comms. does sound cool. It sounds gonna, cool yeah. like We're going to drop some comms today. Going to drop the comms. Comms specialist. I'm going to drop the comms. Oh, let's make a song about it. We oh. could. We could rap. Oh, Kelly God. is really good. <laughs> really good at rapping. I, it's uh, And dancing. <laughs> it, it, it's not on my resume, but I do pride myself mm, on these you're things good a little it. bit. I've Thank seen you. it. I've witnessed. Um, Kelly. Dan and I thought it would be great to have you today because we've been talking a lot about culture mm-hmm. and engagement and some key points that were brought to us in speaking with previous guests, communication. That communication is so important and viable to an organization, to law firms, as they are maintaining their their culture and their engagement, or if they are enhancing it, better defining it. But bottom line, communications. And you seem to be a subject matter expert in that area. <laughs> so we thought... Why not have Kelly on board? Why not? And here I am. Maybe she'll tell us a joke, too. She tells jokes. <sighs> Can you um, communicate jokes? I, um, you know, I've been trying. <laughs> I did it for I, you. I, I, <laughs> she feels I, very on the spot right I now. do. I do. I'm not used to being uh, in front of a microphone. Well, so. uh, let me then ask you, so we don't put you too much on the spot. How, in, in your opinion, how does communication tie into culture? It really drives it. I mean, without uh, internal comms and having culture as the backbone of your internal comms strategy, you're just, you're going to miss the mark. Every time. It really does drive the culture of your organization. It's the backbone. Yeah, that's good. I try. Yeah, I try. We're, we're going to put that on a wall for okay. you somewhere. That's, yeah, okay. So, Kelly, the backbone, uh, dig into that more. You know, so, what are those takeaways? What should you be doing from a communication standpoint? So, really, the ultimate point of any internal comms is to inform your employees, um, whether it be just general communications uh, through a meeting, intranet, basic emails, or, you know, crisis situations. There's weather issues, something has turned within your business, and you need to get that out immediately because you want your employees to know about that so that they stay engaged, they stay informed. Really, that's number one reason for internal comms. The second one is really, it, it does help build that culture. Um, and like I said, it should be at the forefront of any internal comms strategy is the culture because it brings it to life. It sets that tone for your employees on with that voice, the words you use. If it's super formal, your employees are going to take that away. If it's a little more, you've got the jokes and the comms, people are going to take that away too. And it's going to really set that tone for your culture overall. And it helps you just launch those those initiatives, whether it be something more formal or, you know, it's a trivia or a potluck or as we're trying to get everyone back into the offices, 
lets them know where to go and how to dress. And it just really drives all of that. Dan communicates me a lot. (laughs) But even when he's telling me something very serious, he likes to do it in the form of um, statement emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From your standpoint, I've, I've heard this a million times. Some people say yes, some people say no. Are emojis acceptable or memes in communications? You know, I recall there was a time uh, when I started uh, in my current role, uh, we were rolling out a formal communications policy to be used by leadership and employees. And I'm not kidding. There was a 20-minute debate on if emojis could be used (laughs) in internal communications or professional communications. And are we just talking smiley faces yeah. here? Or, yeah, um, we weren't talking like, you know, the face palm or any of the other, I love the face palm, or the little <laughs> red dancing dress lady, just a simple smiley face. There was a 20-minute conversation about it. But really, I think for something like that, it, it's that's your culture. Maybe your culture is formal. Maybe you don't have the smiley faces. But if your culture is a little more casual— Smiley faces are a-okay. Well, what about just communicating to an employee that you have a relationship with? Then I think emojis may be okay. Oh, but I think that helps. if you're talking about to a, a group, I think, maybe, maybe yeah. that might be different. I w- could not agree more, you know, when I'm communicating with my colleagues, you know, sometimes that emoji. I think especially when you have people working remote more, <laughs> those emojis can actually help mm-hmm. break down those walls and set those tones because in an email, that tone isn't always clear. Right. And that's the problem. Email and text is it can be taken so many different ways. Mm-hmm. There's but just it's a challenge. No you cannot misinterpret pizza. Pizza emoji. No, no, you cannot. You, inter- can. you cannot interpret the little uh, little beer glasses. The, 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 that's a fave. I think that's a cheers. Yeah, Cheers. Cheers. Or the thumbs <laughs> up. You can't misinterpret that one. Um, glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? There's uh, a cheeseburger. There's a Ooh. cheeseburger. Sushi. Man, I'm, I'm getting thirsty and hungry. <laughs> right? There's cake. Yeah, cake. There's sushi. Um, I mean, I think there's an emoji for everything now. Th- there might be. So, good I'll point, I'll do some though. research on that. Next episode. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> what emojis, emojis that are don't exist. and inappropriate and mm-hmm. what should be created. Well, Kelly, I think this is incredibly helpful. Uh, just walk us through it one more time. What are those key takeaways on why law firms should be communicating more? Not even just law firms, any organization. Anyone. Anyone in a business. I mean, you really need the internal comms to keep your employees informed, um, help build that culture, drive that culture, set that tone, um, get them engaged is another big one. Without those comms and giving them the back and forth you know, it's hard to drive that engagement, which, again, that two-way channel would probably be the fourth one of not only is information being pushed out, but you can also get it in through surveys or feedback. Do you like the wall color purple or do you like it blue or what do you want for lunch? Whatever it may be, you can do it that you get that two-way communication. Were you actually asking me if I like the wall purple? No. No, I wasn't. I, those are just the colors that popped in my head. Dan knows my feelings. <laughs> on, on purple walls? She communicates them well. <laughs> Does she use emojis, though? Is there a dinosaur emoji? Yes, there is a dinosaur emoji. Is it I purple? Do I don't think it's purple. I think it's green. You should be able to change that color. Yeah. What are your thoughts on in an email opening up with hi or hello? Personal pet peeve. <laughs> Really? Personal pet peeve. What what should it start with? I like, you know, if I'm sending an email to Dan, I'm going to say, Dan, you know, 
Just use the person's so name. I, I don't, but I think that next sentence sets your tone. I think you should start with CEO man. Well, I mean, I could do that. I'm, I'm just going to start him with emojis. I'm just going to start. I'm, I'm going to send Dan an email all in emojis and let him translate. We're communicating You in know a what's really now. funny? I think he would try. I think he would too. I really do. I could just see him, piece of paper. Okay, this one means that and this and, you know, filling I'm, out the I'm going sentence. to conduct an experiment and have me back on and I will report on my findings oh, on I that and emo- cool. the emojis that don't exist. Here's a question. What about comms that say things such as we are excited 18 x <laughs> excited is a um very overused word yeah really is a overused word whenever i'm putting them together you know i will just write like from the heart from the head and then go back and look and be like okay there are wait it says really this or i'm, I'm excited or very and then you know i'll pull out a handy thesaurus and Try and come up with some other ways to communicate the same point, but use different words. Because when you start using those words again and again and again and again, they lose their impact. And then people aren't excited or they don't really want to read it. I really wish the viewers uh, or the (laughs) listeners could could see uh, your facial expressions right now. Uh, I never thought of that. Did you? No, I'm, I'm just still processing the emoji email you're going to send me. <laughs> He's really stuck on that topic. Well, yeah. I but am I am excited. very excited yeah. about it. <laughs> this has been very informative. <laughs> what other words should we try to refrain from using too much? Um, you know, I find myself using this a lot, and it's hard not to. Um, additionally is another one that I, I see used a lot. When you're trying to describe, like, I was really happy. You know, there's other ways you can say that. Like, I felt enthusiastic about the outcome of this. And it just, it reads better. It reads in a more um, concise manner, more exciting manner, pulls your reader in. Whenever you're doing an email, though, even if you're not using one of those words again and again and again, it's always good to go back and see, like, where can you be more concise? Where can you pull it out? Where can you rephrase so that your readers do get more engaged? I think I'm going to have Kelly proofread <laughs> every single thing I send from here on You know, there, well, there's a lot of really, oh, see, I did it myself. I did it myself. Um, there's it's a really great hard. tool out there. It's uh, called Grammarly. It's free to download, and you can put whatever you want to in there, and it will actually help you call out those things and say, you know, this phrase was used repeatedly throughout this text. It's a real quick, easy way to pop it in there and then just pull out, and it gives you suggestions, helps you rephrase sentences. It's a really great tool. Wow. I'm the interwebs are your friends yeah. in communication. That's a phenomenal tip. So beyond the tips that you provided already, mm-hmm. very Yes. Really. <laughs> excited. Uh, excited. Additionally. 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 Also is another one. Also, um, five words. Mm-hmm. Maybe come up with another option when you are communicating. Try. I mean, just Try. look at a different way to phrase things because it is going to make it more exciting for your reader. And there are great resources for you out there. Google. Just Google. Google is your Apps. friend. Apps. Lots of, yep. lots of online tools. Tons of them. Tons of them for free. So if you don't have a big budget, they are available free. Or some of them, um, they're available free, 
but the upgrade to premium is at a very minimal, like under $50 cost for wow. annual subscriptions. So there's a lot of options if you are a smaller business and you don't have thousands to invest in this that you can spend easily under 100 and get great tools. I think investing in a communication plan, understanding the importance of communicating could be very beneficial <laughs> to law firms. And you would really... Okay, I'll stop now. <laughs> Furthermore. Yeah. Oh, I do like that word. That's a good word. Thank That's you. a good word. Well, Kelly, thank you for being here. My pleasure. You know, each episode that we have, I've, I take away so many tips. And this one, I, I've, I've taken away several. I've learned a lot. <laughs> There's definitely five words that should be ingrained in my head <laughs> trying to process it. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, I, I like it. Thank you so much. I can't wait to send you the emoji email. <laughs> Please can't wait. see me on that I one. have every intention. <laughs> well, Kelly, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to Not join us. Not a problem. Us. Happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please take time to like and subscribe. Send this episode to your family, friends, and colleagues. And again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Entrepreneur Lawyer. Thank you for listening to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, presented by Lexicon. Lexicon is a legal software and services provider that enables lawyers to do what they do best, practice law. Tune in next time with our hosts and be sure to subscribe and leave your review on your preferred podcast streaming platform or by visiting lexiconservices.com. Lexicon.